If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, that's my choice, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started today because that's the only way to do it. Another episode of They Promise Me Ponies, hashtag corruption of a man. This is a bonus episode, episode two of Guy's Favorite Tales, Ponytails. Except Guy isn't here. Yeah, fuck Guy and his ponytail. Guy and his ponytail are not here. We have a very special guest today who was debuted on our last episode. Dr. Papa Kilbasa. Oh man, I still love hearing people say that. Especially when a man says it. I can get a woman to call me anything, but when a man says that, that's cool. You know, and, and I respect you more with that name than your birth name. I feel like Dr. Papa Kilbasa, that should have been your birth name. Yeah, my name's a lot more like Eric or something, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very basic. Yeah. Basic white bitch. He's a Starbucks Frappuccino away and a L.L. Bean <laughs> hoodie away from uh I tan October. in the summer. I tan in the summer. I, I'm like a Lou Diamond Phillips where I could be anything. I could play <laughs> I could play a Polynesian. I could play an Indian. If, if uh, what's his name? Da- if David Daniel Day-Lewis played an Indian and last the Mohegans, I can pull off an Indian. Hell yeah. A feather Indian. An Indian. Not a, I can pull off a feather and a dot Indian if I need to. I mean. If I shave my face, get skinny. If you grew a unibrow. Yeah, I can I can let it fill in. I could totally be a dot Indian. You could totally be a dot Indian. Yes. I, I like that. I can go dot or feather. Yeah. I so, can look like a tall Mexican. Talking about dot Indians, I got fucking chastised today <laughs> for not wearing a mask inside of a convenience store. Yeah, all right, well. And here's the thing. is like, the way I look at it is, this is fucking America. I have the option of doing whatever the fuck I want. How big of a convenience store is this? Very small. All right, then he has the right to tell you to fuck off. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Absolutely. So the only, the, the only mask I had in my car was this old-ass mask that I've had for weeks now thing was dirty yeah how do people even know if you're keeping your mask clean exactly you don't know shit it's like they don't know they could be keeping in their it. back pocket i can have it soaking in corona as we speak wiping your nose with it yeah and guess what so the one the same fucking mask that's been kicking around the floor of my car for two weeks i threw on just so i could go into the store yeah it was probably more infested with germs Fuck that guy for telling me I couldn't walk and into his And it smelled store. a bit. I, oh, I guarantee you it smelled a little bit. You know, this is one positive that has made me real. I have good masks, actually. Some, um, I have a friend who works construction who's giving me those white ones, the real ones that don't actually go around your ears. They go around the back of your head. It's nice and comfortable. The thing that's made me realize is sometimes I need to pop a mint every now and again, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I, I just smoke pot and leave the house and don't even think about it. And I just got pot breath in public. And it just, it absorbs into that N95 mask. It absorbs right in, like, oh man. You know, actually. People the, do smell it. The, the number one demographic of people that I've been still seeing go out are pot smokers. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they're so fucking mellow that they I have like cares. Pot. Like, I don't go out a lot, but most of them don't have cares. Like, yeah, whatever. If he dies, he dies. You know, <laughs> the number one thing I, I say when I go into a store is, like, when the cashier is like, oh, how you doing? I'm like, the fucking virus hasn't got me yet. Yep. 
And I always say, yeah. I think it might like, have gotten me. We talked about that. Yeah. It like, might have already gotten me in I'm January. I'm fairly positive I had it I back never, in January. I never got sick, and I got pretty damn sick in January. Who knows? I've never been sick like that in my whole fucking life. And it only lasted a couple days. But I'm still fucking here. Yeah. So, hashtag still here. Fuck them. <laughs> Amen. The fucking... You know the Chinese biting off heads of bats. Yeah, or I, wa- I went to a Chinese. I went to a Chinese place actually. <laughs> I, I have a friend that actually ripped the wings off of a bat one time. That's another story. <laughs> but um, I went to a Chinese place. I open the door, and I'm. I, it's a place I commonly go to. So I open the door, and I go to take a step in. They put a table right there. So as soon as you open the door, boom, you like walk right into a table. I was like, are you kidding me? First, right into a table. Yep. Well, luckily for me, I'm, like, I'm a lot taller than the Asians, so it hit me right in the thigh. Smart. Yeah, they yep. keep their tables low. <laughs> they do. So I, I was in a pizza place yesterday, and same thing. So I walk in, and they have it fucking basically barricaded with these tables. Like, they don't want you to go past a certain point. First of all, your door's open. So anything that I could possibly bring in has already been done because you just have your door fucking willy-nilly open up. Uh-huh. Any fucking germ can just come on, swing dick in, and catch you. Like, that's the big thing that gets me with this whole corona bullshit is, like, so, like, the people who do the grocery delivery, okay? If I drop off groceries to you, first thing they're doing is, think, just leave it at the door. I don't want to... Your have hands have been all over it. My, I could have my asshole all over. They have no idea what I've have done. You ever, have you ever done that? Have you ever? I've considered it. You're telling me you didn't take like a box of Lipton and put it on your Bozak <laughs> real quick? I would have to. Like my, I have a cousin that worked at an old folks home. And one time, he said like it wasn't even like the the worst old lady. It was just an old lady that rubbed him the wrong way one day, and he put his dick in her ice cream. Like someone's grandma, got my cousin, <laughs> my cousin's dick ice in her ice cream, and he made sure there's at least one pube in there. Mixed in with the jimmies. Smart. She would, uh, yeah, she wouldn't know. So mixed in with the jimmies. Always mix in the pubes. Not diabetic, this old fuck. She was still, yeah. <laughs> she could still have the jimmies. She still had the jimmies. And, and for all those people not from New England that are listening to this, jimmies are sprinkles. Yeah, correct. We, yes, we are very, very Boston, New Englandy. Jimmies are sprinkles. It, it's weird. Coffee milk. We have coffee milk. You, it's you people have. No it's idea not coffee flavored milk though. It's kind of like you know grape juice is more like grape drink. It's yes. not grape juice. You know, I mean, well, grape soda rather. Excuse me. It's yeah. It's like it doesn't really. It doesn't taste like coffee. It's hard to explain. It's coffee that is basically just made it's a flavor. Syrup form. You yeah, know, everything like, has a flavor, so you can have a coffee flavored syrup. And you guys drink strawberry and chocolate milk. We drink fucking coffee milk. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's my fucking favorite thing in the world. Well, I don't know. It's up there. I love my tequila. Well, yeah, so if we're adding in, like, vodka, I'm thinking, like, non-alcoholic things to drink. I'm about to make myself a margarita. Margarita time. Oh, margarita time. So, bonus episode, bonus episode number two of Ponytails. The reason why Guy, again, is not in this episode is because he is on a very strict quarantine. You know, as you guys always hear me talk about, he's a very fragile human being. We love him. We love him to death. He's a fucking vagina. Dr. Papa Kilbasa might have something else to say. He doesn't really like him so much. And I don't blame him because Guy fucking doesn't like him either. So we are on remote location today in a very 
undisclosed location. We're not going to say where we are, but if, if you're going to notice the audio difference, it's not because we're doing these Zoom conference fucking bullshit podcasts that you see all these other people doing. Fuck that. Like, I don't believe in social distancing. I want to be all up in your face. Like, I want to come here and have a drink with you. Oh, uh, you hear it clacking. And the ice just got dropped into the shaker. <laughs> One more. I like One it. more for good luck. That's exactly what we do on this podcast. So well, look at that. Tequila makes me think of Mexico, and I love Mexico. I've had some really good times. This and, looks like really good tequila, too. It is, yeah. This is the best cheap tequila. It's not actually cheap. It's just the best. Milagro. Milagro. And it not a hashtag not a sponsor. Um, not yet, at least. <laughs> I, I would love to be a sponsor for Milagro. <laughs> All you have to do is just give me Milagro, and I will talk about the time I went to your tequila farm. Wow, there we go. So I had a good experience with the tequila farm. Right? I'm going to tag Milagro in this podcast episode, and we're going to see if we can get some kind of feedback on maybe getting some free bottles sent our way, um, maybe some VIP tours to their farm. <laughs> Which is in Mexico. Yeah, they can fly us down there. It, the flights are very cheap right now. Ooh, what is that? What kind of a little juice? What what flavor? I can't tell. It's red drink. <laughs> it's red drink. It's a little passion fruit. Ooh, a little passion fruit. So my favorite thing dealing with Spanish people has been guava. Guava has been my favorite flavor for a long time now. So like when I worked in Providence managing T-Mobile stores, like it's all Dominicans up there. And I had this one Dominican guy, he came in sounding like a complete, like, you could tell he was on the spectrum. Like, he was, <laughs> like, he, was, he, was he, he wasn't all there. But, this motherfucker would come in with pockets full of guava candy. And if you've never had guava candy... Whoa, 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 what's, what's, what's guava candy? Guava candy is this hard candy, it's always in Chinese for some reason. But, oh, no, that's, a lot of Mexican candy has Chinese in it. When you go to Mexico... And you look at, like, uh, all the candy, you have tons of Haribo. Haribo candies that you've never heard of. Like I can, And not only that, but the Haribo candy, some of them are just different and better for some reason, including and especially the Haribo gummy frogs. If you like the green gummy frogs, you've never eaten them. You you've, never, you've, you've, never eaten, you've never had a Haribo gummy frog until you've had them in Mexico. And you can say, that's stupid, that's stupid. If there's three of you that have been to Mexico, they're all raising their glass saying, this dude knows what he's talking about, just like orange soda. The Fanta, Fanta, in, our, in Mexico. You want Fanta body? Some more Fanta, Mr. Boston? <laughs> Mr. Boston. Hey, Mr. Boston, you want some more Fanta? So, yeah, the, the Fanta is incredible. There's certain things that are just better. Chicken. They don't stuff them full of bullshit. Like, the, the chicken that They're we... They're all fucking free range. We got Dolly Parton chickens. Yeah. All those big... I love those fucking I do, too, chickens. but big tit fake chickens. And But when you eat a chicken wing in Mexico, you're eating a fucking chicken. You know, I was just talking about this a couple days ago, where I've never had a fresh egg directly out of a chicken. Like, I want... I, I have some. <laughs> Do well, you? Like, not, it's not that fresh. Like, it's been in the fridge for two days, but like, this chicken laid the egg two days ago. So that's as fresh as I'll, I'll ever have had an egg. It's going to be the best egg you ever had. I'll, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a whole fucking dozen. I can't wait to try it. Look, I got... Look how many I got. Where did you get these from, like... I go to a farm. I go to a farm and I buy five dozen eggs for 20 bucks and I do it like every two weeks. Wow. That's when, a... when I cook for me and my three kids, we, uh, we eat 10 eggs. That makes sense. That's real. Like that's, that's <laughs> for real. That's, that's how many eggs I cook. That makes sense. 3.3 3 eggs per... I eat four. 
Well, actually, no, it'd be two and two and a half eggs per person. So if you have four, that means the kids are getting. Yeah, more whatever. Well, sometimes they ask for more. It depends, you know. That. This is gonna be incredible. You want some? So You're gonna good. want some, don't oh you? Oh my god! You're gonna want some, don't you? I'm not big on tequila. The eggs. I was describing to Doctor Papa Kiwasa before this. Tequila makes me want to fight. You need to have some. But. Because you're not going to want to fight me, so let's do it. Exactly. I'm not going to fight you because I know that if we fight, I'm going to lose. You know, I have fucking liquid courage out the asshole, but one, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to fight a friend. The only person I've really ever fought on to kill was a boss. And then we end up being friends and end up going to the Dominican Republic together. So it's like, you never know. Like Maybe this is going to lead to us going to the fucking Dominican Republic together. I've been to the Dominican Republic twice. Best vacation of your life. It's incredible. Don't? I love Mexico too. It's just me- Mexicans are better people. Sorry, Dominicans. Mexicans are better people. No, see, like it, it's it's crazy because like I know for a fact there's gonna be a Mexican listening to this who's a very close friend. He was actually supposed to be on the episode today, but because of all this, Mexicans are the best people I ever met. My Mexican friend couldn't be on this episode. He was gonna be known as the Mexican sex puppet. That's cool. Future episode to come because we are not doing our quest for fifty. 50 stories from 50 states in 50 days. Today, we're just keeping it off topic, doing our thing, talking about COVID, talking about real life. Do you notice that cup, by the way? Check that out. That's a Lord of the Rings. Is this a McDonald's cup? Dude, Burger King, nice try. Uh, they, when Burger, when those Lord of the Rings movies came out... Was I remember this now. Three years in a row. It came out in 2000, 2001, 2002. Maybe I'm off by a year. Fuck off. But that was the second movie... You go to Burger King. Yeah. Does it say that? Yeah. Oh, all right. Excellent. So, all right. Spot on. All right. Excellent. So, you go, uh, and they used to have this little base that would light up, and it would light up your drink. It has like this rubber base, and you'd click it on the bottom. This is what Burger King used to give you, and it didn't cost that much more. This was Burger a mere, King, like, like this is a nice day. glass. Look at that. That's got a chip in it, but I've, like, that's my go-to glass. This is the fucking goblet of fire. That's why I gave it to you, because you're my guest. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, that's my... I feel like a fucking pimp. How cool is that? Like it's heavy. It's heavy, and that and from Burger King. And that dude. drink, not only does it smell yeah, give strong, it, give it, it smells taste. strong. Hang on, wait, let me let me finish the first one. It's pretty much pure alcohol because a real, a real margarita, is vodka, triple sec, and lime juice. Ooh. And just bars have gotten far and away with just making whatever they want. Sour mix and fucking tequila. Yeah, all kinds of well, all kinds of like juices and stuff. I put a, how much juice did I put in that? Just. A splash. A splash, just to make it the color. Wow, that's good. A though. little flavor, but that's pure alcohol. And how good does it taste? Like? I love alcohol. Triple sec, I didn't realize how much alcohol. Or vermouth. I, when I went to the liquor store, I stocked up. I got triple sec, vermouth. Um, I got simple syrup. I got bitters. I got all Smart. kinds of shit. Yeah. I got four different 1.75 bottles just because I realized how much cheaper it is. I'm never buying a small bottle ever again. Ever again. Ever again. If you, you like to drink and you like the bottle, buy a big one. Yeah. Buy a big one. It is not even close. Handles aren't really a thing anymore. Like, handles are a thing if you want, like, rum or, like, really cheap vodka. Captain Morgan. Yeah. If like, you really like Captain Morgan, if you're a college a kid. But if you want vodka, 1.75 liter. Yeah. That's the only way to go. I got blueberry stoli up there. That's what I got for 1.75. It cost me 25 bucks. I was going to say, yeah, most of them goes like $28.99. $25. That's not bad. $25. $25 for 1.75 of blueberry stoli. I had. Blueberry martinis by myself watching a movie the other night. So for a long time, I was drinking, and don't judge me here because I, I don't judge you, shit. You give me a thing. You'll pl- actually appreciate the places, it. the dark places I've put my penis. I'll never. Do. <laughs> I used to drink Redberry Ciroc, 
mixed with NyQuil mixed berry. Oh, NyQuil like the NyQuil like the like the the medicine the medicine. Oh, you're like Lil like Wayne, scissor. but a fat white kid. Exactly. <laughs> so you take that and then you add in just a little bit of Sprite or a little bit of seltzer water. Anytime I ever felt sick, I would take that. Next morning, I would wake up fucking ready to go. I was wow. fucking Richard Simmons fucking doing like exercises you know, and shit in the morning. It's not. This is like a ha- I always believe in the happy medium, and I I found an old thing because I, I hate Facebook, but I found this old thing on Facebook like a year or two ago when my I saw a kid in diapers. All three of my kids are out of diapers now, um, but it said like this is the recipe for uh, it was a hot toddy, and it was I've like I always wanted to try a hot toddy. It's so good. My ex girlfriend used to make them for me. That beautiful whore. She um. <laughs> she would do it on the stove with a with a pot, and she would and get put like the it's like a cinnamon stick, cinnamon stick, star honey, anise, like it, it, it's, it's like crazy shit, right? No, it's only three things. It's, it's really it. It's it's honey, um, whiskey, and I forget that it might be water is the third thing. Like it, it's it's honey, whiskey, and one more thing. I just would sit on her couch and pretend to be sick, and she'd take care of me. It was great. I did it three times. She, <laughs> I would like wait. Every I like, time I really wanted a good drink, I was just like, oh, oh yeah, pretend to be sick. In my throat. And also, what I knew she, oh god, I showed you a picture earlier. She was. Oh a, my god. She's adorable. She was a smoke show. Absolutely. So, so when I wanted her to do the work, I'd pretend to be sick, and she would do all the work. I don't blame you one bit. Don't blame you one bit. And that's the thing. It's like. But she would expect a show. Otherwise, if you get to know me, you you know that like. If, if I'm not doing something, you're going to think something's wrong. And that's like, sometimes I just want to be a real human every once in a while. You know. I want to step back and just actually be a lazy dude. And that's like, just do it, I always like, have to put on, you know, the 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 ring the ring star performance? Like, every once in a while, I just want to. It shouldn't be that way. It doesn't have to be. And Especially when, when hot chicks get to do whatever the hell they want. I'm a handsome dude. I should be able to do what I fuck want. Fuck all them bitches that, yeah. that, that you have to bring into the table every day. Every second of every day, like no, like, yeah. Hot girls get to get fucked, be... but hot guys still have to do the fucking. Yeah, and that's, that's not what, fair. And guess what, guys like me who come in and uh, I put a little less effort, but I can do it a little bit more cleverly. Yep. I can still do it the same way you do it, and you're just like, how the fuck did that guy do it? I'll tell you how the fuck I did it. I did it because I'm smart. Think smarter, not harder. I know it's and nature, man. It's it's the way it's the way it goes. That's no matter what. Like, has like taken off the way it has. It's like people on Tinder, half of these motherfuckers on there don't belong getting fucked. Like, let's call a spade a spade. I know. You know. They yeah, are... but you know what though? I still here's the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, like if I haven't jerked off yet in the day, I might swipe on someone that's like unfuckable just because I'm like, all right, I want something easy. Yep. No, I. I know she'll fuck me. So and then I jerk off and I don't talk to her. So that's what ends up happening every time. Like when you when you swipe on like a big girl or you think about hitting up like an ex girlfriend, just jerk off first. Seriously, jerk off first. And you'll automatically wipe away your memory of Pretty much. Like, alright, that might have been You think about a tranny? You think about a tranny we we've thought about it. We've all looked at the porn. Like, shut up, don't judge. We've all maybe not all, but So <laughs> speaking of trannies, I am very excited to announce that in an upcoming episode we are going to bring in some real sex freaks. I'm not going to really dive too deep into into details, but just know in the coming episodes, and we have about three more lined up around sex, we're going to have a diaper baby, we are going to have a sex couple, and we're going to have a rope expert 
Anna tricked by a tranny story too. Yes, we a, are a real one, a fucking a real, real one. tricked by a tranny story. I, I just wait for it. That's all I'm gonna say. Just can wait I? For should it. I tell? Can I tell my Urban Dictionary story right now? A little? No, it's not. We I, have yeah. This all right. That's the best part about bonus episodes that we just do whatever. All right, we want. because there's someone that I used to know, a wonderful, wonderful older woman from the lovely state of Alabama. In, <laughs> I've been waiting for this episode. You would waiting for this story. You would never guess that this woman. Like had crazy sex appeals, and she told me one time. She said, "Doctor," <laughs> in her southern accent. Doctor. She said, "Doctor Papa, Doctor Papa." She said, "You guys don't know what that good clean cocaine is like." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like I'm not like seriously. I've had wild times. I'm not a cokehead. I've never uh, done cocaine more than three times. <laughs> I haven't. I, I'm sorry. I have serious. Never more done. than three times. No, that's really, the, three times. That's all where the line is drawn. All at weddings. All at weddings. After but, three. After three, you become an addict. I don't think that's true. I can do it three more times, and I'll still never be addicted. I think it's great, but it's not for me. Like it's expensive. I don't have an addictive personality. You know, all the shit I've it's hard to understand life, for people without that personality. I've never done hard drugs. Like I've smoked a shit ton of weed. Like I've had prescription medication. That I'm like, oh, I hate pills. They make me sick. No, like so, like pills it, make me sick. And it's not even like I do them like recreationally. It's just like when I've had them prescribed to me, it's like. I'll take them. I feel like, oh shit, like okay, that mellowed me the fuck out. Yeah. But then I mix it with alcohol, and it's like, don't mix with alcohol. And I yeah, do no, it. that's it's crazy. Like, fucking, let's go in. Yeah. Like, but as far as like hard drugs, never. Drugs are weird because like I love uh, the uh, the few times I've had surgery, I love morphine. My God, morphine is so cool. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was so cool. I had shoulder surgery the same day as one of my really good friends in high school. We were across the hall, and. I'm yelling to him, hey, check out this dumb fucking black family on Family Feud. He's one of the only fucking black kids in school. Like, I was so messed up. And his parents like, oh, all right, whatever, let it go. It's still the early 2000s. We have no ground here. Exactly. <laughs> so, but let's get back to the Alabama. Alabama story, so. So this old sweet woman, this old sweet woman, her name is, we'll call her Liz. So Liz, this Ooh, old... Liz, I like that. I like right? that, too. So this old... She's one of my quarantine girls. So this old sweet woman... <laughs> and, named, it, and there's a Liz that listens to this. Oh, man. And it's not her. I know it's, it's not. not oh, I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not. Because she, she's boring. But this girl, Liz, this old woman, she was born and raised in Alabama. She was raised where she was a white girl um, as a minority, surrounded by black people in a ghetto. Born really hungry and poor. So when she got out into the real world, she just flew. You know, she had awesome times, went to parties. She said that she called this fella over one time she met at a bar. This is back in the late 80s, back when everything, no cell phones, unless you're really rich. So she called him and said, I want you to come over. We're going to have a special night. So he comes over. I love the southern accent. Oh though. man! Like, I want to. I just want to make everybody aware of like the attention to detail that he's putting into the story. Absolutely, because yeah. it's real. Yeah, it's, like, I want because I know because I I know this woman well. So Liz says, "I want you to come over tonight. We're going to reenact a few things from one of my favorite movies." And he comes over. And they, I forget, some cheesy movie where Space they... Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> they open up the fridge, they start feeding each other, they start making a mess, and they start, like, you know, strawberries and chocolate and honey and all this stuff. Okay. So she gets him into her bedroom, she ties him up and blindfolds him, and gives him one of the best blowjobs this guy's ever had. And here's where the best twist comes in, because this 
this is the Houdini, my friends. This is where she enacts <laughs> the, old, the old switcheroo. The Houdini. <laughs> she calls in her friend, who is a little bit bigger than her, not quite as pretty, um, not as confident, obviously, hiding off in the room. Seriously, she's doing this all for a friend. This is great already. This guy's tied up in a chair and blindfolded. Gets a great blow job from Liz. And Liz calls in her friend, walks in, and fucks this guy who's tied up to a chair. This woman sits on his dick, makes the guy come, she comes. Damn. Like, great. All the while, Liz is sitting on the bed just, like, watching. Not playing with herself or nothing. She's just, just watching. Being the boss. Okay. Being the boss, like, you she's know. A, she's the supervisor. She's, she, a, she's, she's just, overseeing that the fact that her friend is her getting friend hers. Is getting getting the hers. The bargain. And yeah. she's happy. Like, she's a genuine person that wants others to I be happy. I appreciate people like her. I do too because yeah. like she taught me a lot about life and I, I do get a little bit of her because I'm selfish and selfless at the same time and I try to be more selfless but let me get back <laughs> before we get off. This this guy gets off. This woman gets off. She leaves the room and Liz undoes this guy's face mask. Uh, you know, I'm asked how's that for you baby? This guy has no idea till this day. Like she could have told him. She could have told him like months later, weeks later. She never told him. He thinks he fucked Liz. This what? guy has no idea he fucked a woman that he never fucked. He was fuck blind. He was fuck blind. Who do you know? Do you know anyone that has ever been fucked by a woman but like doesn't know about it? Was like sober. So he was sober. Like they, they had two glasses, they had a bottle of wine. So they each had two glasses of wine. Pretty sober. And he got fucked by a woman and he never knows it. I mean... He thinks there was another one. If you're sober... I don't... I've never heard of that before. No, like, I, I've had times where, like... And I've this had... woman is so nice. Like, she's such a good grandmother. <laughs> she's such a good grandmother. Me and her stayed at Lizzie Borden house together. What? Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, that's for real. Oh, that's a, that's a story for another episode. Yeah, it's another episode. Another episode. Because there's too much. I need to think about that more because there's, like, a lot to divulge there. That, that was a really cool one. Knowing that she's like she's up here and she's in the one thing I love about Doctor Kilbasa, Doctor Papa Kilbasa. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to take away your surname. Is that his stories are all genuine? I want to meet these people. Like I want to live vicariously. Oh, I one can. Day, I can get Liz on the phone easily. I want. I'll one easily day get Liz on the phone. That's seriously living your life in this podcast. I can get a squirter. If you want me to, I can get like a girl I made squirt for the We're first time. We're going to turn this podcast into a complete fuck fest. She's 39. I made her squirt for the first time. If you want her, you got like within a month to make that happen because I don't want to talk to her again. <laughs> she's my third squirter. And no, it was, was the gonna, first. I was going to ask you how many, how many times. Yeah, she was my third squirter. And I feel like there were two other girls that were I've capable come, but come, couldn't let go. My last girl from being one of them, that really sexy girl. I've come across She could have been a squirter, but she couldn't let go. Like, she was just too wrapped up in her own mind with, like, being worried about other things. Looking like, good, not feeling, you know, like, just too much. Just like, every, in, like, just, like, just embrace she your She couldn't body. live in the moment. Every, yeah, she I could never, that. she never lived in the moment. Never. Uh, not, unless we're on vacation. The best vacation I ever had was with her. We had an incredible vacation together. Because she just let it all in go. In the Dominican. Yeah, in the Dominican. There you go. She let it all the go. The Dominicans brought it all out. And she ruined the color mint for me because that lingerie was unbelievable. You know... Lingerie a lot of the time is just bullshit. The you number know, like, one lingerie I've ever seen, okay? But this that is was gonna, good. This is going to go against many of people saying, like, I hate this bitch. Farrah Abrams, or Abraham, whatever the fuck her name is, the, the bitch from Team Mom. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Her lingerie in her first fucking porn video, I love. 
I want I want to buy that for every woman. I'm not familiar. It was like this teal blue and pink and black. Amazing. I hit her up. But does it match her skin tone and her shapes? Like it was it perfect. It was perfect for her. Exactly. That's what lingerie is. Like that's that's the beauty of lingerie that I've come to realize is that lingerie. Not every woman. My ex wife didn't. My ex wife was nuts. So she didn't realize that what she wears isn't always right for her. Black, red, white. Boom. That's it. Don't try to get out of your realm. You're a pasty girl. Black, white, red. Listen, that's it. If my ex girlfriend could have worn anything. You know, some girls like. They like Mom, comfort. They, they take like comfort. comfort over excitement. My ex could have worn anything and been the sexiest thing in it because she was that hot. She was she could she was that different. She could have worn anything that fit her because she was petite. There you go. Anything that fit her, short and built perfectly. God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we do it in the bonus episodes. It's listen for anybody listening. Okay. If you know anything about this podcast, and at this point, I really hope that you do, we talk about everything from sex to sometimes politics. Racism. We get racism. But the thing is, it's not even racism. No, it's not. But we're talking about different races, making fun of them, because we're not racist at all, which is funny. That's the funny thing, that people that really, like, know us a little bit... I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah, people that know us a little bit think we're racist. People that know us more know that we're not, because we, like... As I've said earlier, we hold no bias. We make fun of everybody. There is no group of people that we don't make fun of. You know, I don't love anyone more or less. There are certain things I'm attracted to more or less, you know? The second episode, perfect example. Second episode we ever did of this podcast, okay... There was there was somebody in Texas that she's a listener. She had messaged me and said that shit that shit would not have flown in Texas, but I thought it was hilarious. And why not? Because you're making fun of it. Because I referred to black people as brothers. So what? They refer to them. They refer to themselves as brothers. Like what's up, brother? Like up here, that's nothing. Like because we don't mean anything. Like it's not negative. I know. Down there, it's negative. Because they have more racial tension. What's funny is, like, we live near Boston, and Boston has something that a lot of people don't realize, and I don't want to say it because not everyone knows it. It's a very quiet racism. The Boston yeah. the Boston Red Sox were not only the last <laughs> team to get a black player in baseball, they were the last team to get a black player in baseball by multiple years. And when they brought him in, they brought in a guy by the name of Pumpsy Green who wasn't good. <laughs> On purpose to be like, see what you get, guys. Yeah, that black guy. He, see he this awful. this black guy. See, we we brought in one of them, and they just can't do it. So Boston has a very quiet racism that people don't know about, but at the same time, like we coexist and we learn and we live because yeah. we understand that's life. We have such a condensed area, and it's so funny because people don't know that. But Pumpsy Green, that's a great. Me and you. That's about a great him, like, story. Like people don't realize that, but the Red Sox. That's that's a perfect. You have example. three kids. I have two, and like we talk about like the evolution of how our kids are kind of taking off with multiracial friends. Different friends' names. Yeah. I'm not racist to the point where like I don't want you to have a black friend. Like, and I use the southern accent. But you want their like, parents to be well put together. Yeah, like I want all I want is what's best for my kids. Like, Amen. You know, I don't care who you hang out with. If you're happy and everything's right. Fantastic! Like, rate it up. Let's make it a thing. But, like, if you're hanging out with, like, these really bad motherfuckers, like, I'm going to call that shit out. I might sound racist mm-hmm. about it, 
But, like, I don't want my kid growing up fucking, like, dealing fucking illegal fucking guns and shit at nope. six years old. Like, no. I can give a perfect example, actually, because the daycare I bring my youngest son to, um, he goes to this daycare with all kinds of races because it's in a city. So there are two cars that pull up that I always see. Perfect example. One car pulls up. It's this black family, husband, wife. They're beautiful people. They have two kids that are well-behaved. And they get out. They hold their hand. They walk in together. And there's another family. One guy sits in the car while their mom struggles to get out three kids. She gets all three kids up. He sits there on his phone. Who knows? That pisses me off. I don't want to say hitting up other girls, but who knows? He's just sitting there. Not wearing clothes, looking like he's ready to go to work. He's wearing sweatpants and a sweat and a hoodie pulled up over his head, blasting fucking stupid rap music with tons of swears in Bullshit. it. Do you think I want my kids to hang out with him or the other car? All the cars, all the cars are filled with black people. But do, who do I want my kids to hang out with? You the ones who are well put together. It's nothing to do with the color of their skin. It's how they pull up. If a, there's a white trash car that pulls up, this is the same same place. This place is a real melting pot. This white trash car pulls up, blasting stupid music I never even heard. Like, it's not skater boy music. It's it's worse. Yeah, I like some skater boy music. I don't mind. I don't mind skater I don't boy. Mind skater this boy is music. so bad, and they just have tons of tattoos. They're drawn out. They're clearly drug addicts. Yeah. White trash drug addicts. Like, and like I'm covered. In I don't want my kids to hang out with them either. So, out of all three cars, black, black, and white, I choose the black family that is well put together. I am not a racist. I see what I see. And it is not color. It is culture. What culture do you choose to believe, to, to buy into? You know, I'm a little, I'm kind of like a little bit of everything, too. I, I, I don't feel like I would go to any party in the world. There's not one party in the entire world where I couldn't have a good time as long as they're having a good time. Perfect example of that. And there I, is not one party in the world. I am so glad that you brought that up because so there was this one time, okay? Mazel tov. So guy who guy lives in the rap world. He's he's around a very multicultural. His girlfriend's black. Yeah, his girlfriend's black. It's like it is what it is. Like those are the people that embrace his lifestyle. I have nothing against. She's that. a great girl, by the way. Angelique is amazing. Yeah. She's been on the episode a few times. Love her. Yeah, she's, she'll, she's amazing. She'll dump his fucking ass soon. No, if, if there's anybody that's ever been that he's ever dated, I approve of her a million times. No, I approve life. of her too, but she'll realize he's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, he's a piece of shit. I love him to death, but he's a piece of shit. <laughs> love, it's still love you, buddy. It's all right. Hope, I hope you don't die of COVID. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I bring that up is I'm indifferent. <laughs> there was one time, okay, we were me and him were working in the car business. And me and him pull up in this BMW Z3. So anybody who doesn't know what a BMW Z3 is. Are you losing me in numbers and letters? It's this little numbers tiny, and letters. I'm gone. It's this little tiny two seater BMW convertible. Okay, it was my boss's, uh, not husband. How boss. many cars have you driven? Hundreds. <sighs> Hundreds, like thousands. Close to a thousand. Close to a thousand. Not thousands. I would say over a thousand. I would say over a thousand. Like if we're talking different. Over a thousand. Don't say thousands. You're not Wilt Chamberlain. Like if we're talking different models, under a thousand, clearly, because like there's only so many models. I'm saying cars, dude. I just said I don't know numbers so, like, and letters. I'm not talking bullshit. So if we're talking like numbers that, of vehicles, if we're talking that Ford and that Ford and that Ford. Yeah. I've driven over a thousand vehicles. All right. That's how, that's, that's cool. That, that's how it works. I don't know if I've driven a hundred. Damn. Yeah, seriously. But, but I worked in the car business. I, I own my it, third it, it car. Expected. I own my third car. Damn. 
Yeah. I'm on my third car, like, the, just this past year. I would have just bought my third car if if I didn't have kids. I, I bought that car, like, eight years ago when I had my first kid. Yeah. So, getting back on topic to the story, first time, guys, like, I'm going to bring you to this party, okay? It's all black people. I'm the only white guy there. And you're fucking white. And I'm fucking, I'm clear. Like, anybody who knows me, I'm he's, not white, I'm He's clear. like, he's transparent. Yeah. Translucent. Yes. I glow in the dark. So, we get to this party, okay? I pull up in this fucking amazing car. It's a rare car. And, and you, now, so, you got a picture. Oh, God, they it's, loved you. It's an outdoor party of black people. And me and this other white guy, who was a guy, pull up in this little tiny fucking BMW. It's what Billy Madison wanted for his first day, <laughs> but didn't happen. <laughs> so you should have played the same song. We get there, okay? And they're all going crazy that we show up in this fucking car. So, like, we're doing our thing now. Now we're having drinks. We're having fun. So then guy's like, yo, this guy, this guy's funny as fuck. And he's pointing at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's going to put me on the spot. And I'm like, most of the shit that I know are racist jokes. Because, like, at that point, I wasn't really into comedy. Yeah, like, but black people love racist jokes. Especially when you're outnumbered, they know you got nowhere to go. Like, and I'll never forget the first racist joke I ever told to a group of black people. Oh, boy. So, they're all gathered around me at this point. It was Because like they fight. love the car. It was all around they me. They love your we're, face. We're talking Because they know they can fuck it in a minute. Exactly. There's, like, 20-plus people surrounding, surrounding me. And they're like, all right, what's your joke, white boy? Oh, man. I said, how do you keep black youth off the street? Put KFCs on the sidewalk. It was silence for the first <laughs> couple of seconds. And then all of a sudden, I'll never forget, there was this one guy, CJ. He started busting out laughing. And the rest of them, like, noticed, like, he laughed. And yep. I was like, it's all right. <laughs> I was embraced from that point forward. <laughs> it, was, it was such a uh. sigh of relief. Like, okay, I'm not going to get fucking killed now. But yeah, I'll never forget that black joke. It was the only That's black great. joke I ever told in a group setting. Well, at least around black, wow. black people. Wow. How, that was... How often does a black racist joke surrounded by black people make you think of a story of your mother being baptized? <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. Never. Because just like every other person in this greater New England area, I was raised Catholic. And when we switched to um, being Christian, my mother and I got baptized together. Oh, so we get right. we get baptized in this church. They dunk me like normal. Everything's fine. I feel the light of holy Jesus. <laughs> they they raise me up. Everyone's good. And now it's my mom's turn. My mom's not like I don't want you to picture like big mama's house. My mom's an overweight <laughs> woman. But she's not really that big. Like, no, she's not. Like she's that. not because I realized that when like a lot of men her age think that they hit on her. When I go to stop and shop with my mom, she's in her early 60s. And people in at her age group, she doesn't wear makeup. She never drank. She never smoked. So she has very good skin for her age. She, Definitely. Yeah, she, she's a pretty older woman. And, and people also remember what she looked like in high school, which was like a sexy younger woman. My mom was hot. <laughs> So a lot of these older guys, rightfully so, have a, a good crush on my mom. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, shit, where were I going with this? That's how you know that we've been drinking during this Yeah, episode. we've been drinking. 
We've been drinking. What the fuck were we talking about? So you were talking about being baptized. Oh yeah, when I was getting baptized. <laughs> so my mother, who's uh, who's I was explaining her being overweight and got a little lost. <laughs> so my mother, the pastor, takes her, covers her nose, and he dunks her in the water. And when he dunks her in this tank, her feet come up out of the water. So he dunks her back and her just her fucking feet pop up. And everyone looks at my family. And my family is like 12 people deep, all Catholic, just going to this church to make my mother and I happy. Stop busting out laughing and the whole church <laughs> just loses it because this lady gets stunted in her. No one's ever seen that before. When you watch someone get baptized, they get dunked completely. Like, yeah. her feet are not holy. <laughs> Every, she's like her Achilles. Her one with the devil. My mother is like Achilles. Like, her feet is just the one part that Helena missed. Was it Helena? Whatever. I don't know my mythology. Yeah, I don't really know. I know a lot of little things. I know. Mar I know. I know shit I shouldn't know. Yeah. Do you know Mark Twain's real name? Oh, don't tell me. I feel like I do know. His this. initials are SC, like South Carolina. I'll give you that. That's just a random one. I don't know why that came to me, but yeah. that's just common knowledge people should know, but they don't. Like his name's Samuel Clemens. There you go. You want another one that most people don't know, and I'm going to ask you this, and you'll embarrass me if you don't know this. What year did the fucking Titanic sink? 19... It's the same... It, it sank the day before 19, Fenway... 1914? Oh, so close. The day before oh, Fenway... Yes. 1912. I went to the 100th anniversary the of Fenway day, Park. The day before... That's how, that's how I knew. Yes. The yeah. day... It, it sank the... Because it, it happened at 11 at night, the Titanic, and it, it it sank the day before Fenway Park opened. The 14th, 15th is when it sank. That, make, that makes sense. Fenway Park opened yep. on the 15th. A, April 15th, 1912. Because when, when I went to the 100th anniversary of Fenway... You went to that? Yeah. I have a baseball that says 100 years because I caught a foul ball that year. No shit. Every baseball that year said 100 years on it. So that, that opening game, we set a world record for the most people cheering at the same, like uh, cheersing at the same time. So we'd What all, do you mean? The Kansas City Chiefs owned that. No. So we had, everybody had a can of like seltzer water or it was like sparkling cider that we all opened at the same time at the beginning of the game and I'm part of that world record. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Because as some of the decimal level, the Seattle Seahawks owned it for like eight months, and everyone and in Missouri. Riggle got involved, and I was like, everyone oh, in Missouri was like, "Yes, exactly, Riggle, <laughs> yeah, you're boy. so right." He said, "Pow, pow," <laughs> and everyone in Missouri said, "All right, what else we got to do?" They got nothing else to do. They got nothing to do. Like people in Nebraska, they've sold out every game in that stadium since they opened in nineteen. They got they got nineteen fifty six or fifty nine. Yes, corn and corn huskers. Fifty six or fifty nine. I'm gonna bet on fifty nine. Look me up on that when Nebraska's stadium opened. That's what I'm talking about. I'm a box of Snapple caps. <laughs> but we drink a lot of Snapple. Yeah, we are. But when the Kansas City Chiefs blew out the um, the Seahawks record, that was pretty impressive. the The Seahawks owned the record that had been achieved for years. The Seahawks was so proud of it, and then the next season, the Chiefs were like, we got this. And the Kansas City Chiefs said blew it away. No one is like, all right, we can't handle that. I'm surprised no one in northern Florida. Maybe southern Florida is starting to, like, intermix too much. And, like, you're getting too much cinnamon sugar. You know what uh, I mean? I know exactly. You got sugar in the north and cinnamon in the south. I love cinnamon sugar, but I, I'm not speaking for Florida. I don't know. You know what I mean? Florida is a complex state. And that's what's so great when every time we come around, every time the, the ballots come our vote in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, a lot of states, it's like, they mean it's nothing. not pointless. It, 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 it is, but it isn't. You still got to vote. You still got to vote for how you believe. But it's almost pointless in some states, especially Rhode Island. Definitely. Always going to be blue. Always. Always Democrat. 
But there are certain towns you can choose. Yeah, yeah. The there governor are... of Rhode Island is a hardcore Republican. She's a fake Democrat. It. She's a fake Democrat. Yeah. Uh, the governor of Rhode Island is a fake Democrat, which is crazy. But that's why no one likes her because and it's except and I, I love except, her. Except I was gonna say, except people like us. Yeah. Because people that are moderate that don't really actually are hardcore conservative or liberal realize like what's real. Our governor is really cool and I fell in love with her when my ex-girlfriend graduated from CCRI and she walked down the aisles and gave an awesome speech and she like referenced a few like people she had said hi to and that's like really cool because I met one of the people one of the um, senators of Rhode Island and he couldn't have been less interested in anything I had to say White House. Uh, no the short little fucker with nubby fingers oh um but he couldn't have been. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. He was such a little prick. He could have been letting any the gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. And seriously, like me, gay guys love me. Gay guys think that I'm yeah. a convertible. Like they think that I'm someone they can flip over. You know, fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm. I am so. I always say that I've I'm, never met anybody more heterosexual than you. But I'm the line for what's gay and straight because, like, if you beat me a gay chicken, you're a fag. <laughs> That's the truth. Like. I am not a homosexual, but I am so, so, so... Like, there is no... I'm so secure in my sexuality that... There is no workplace like yeah. mine. Like, my uh, my coffee house that I own gets more gay people than any other place from here to, to Maine. And I'm telling you, I know that's a fact. My coffee house gets way more gay people just because I'm open, I'm friendly. I don't flirt with them. I'm yeah. real with them. And they want... And that's like, all they want. That's all they want. They want to be embraced as real people... And as they should be, like they should be. They're not different people. Like I actually feel bad for like twenty-year-old gays that don't know what it's like to actually like know that it's wrong because you know? they didn't go through like the era of gay that we went through. Like, exactly. I feel like they at, could be at open. Age, we went through it a transition of what was perfect age for it. Yeah, like we went through closeted gays to openly gay real quick. But it was our age group that had really opened up that door. It is. And I have nothing against gay people at all. Like, Neither do I. Like, but when we started high school, you couldn't be cool. You couldn't be gay. Like, you, you couldn't, couldn't be, be gay, gay and, and cool. cool at the same There's time. There's no way. And now it's cool to be gay. Exactly. And that's not right either. Like, once again, happy medium, guys. It's okay to be anything you want. Be like, who you are. Like I can't say that enough. It doesn't be matter. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. Like Just be you. Can I actually give another very... Um, controversial statement to that. Oh, please do. Right. <laughs> I love controversial. Because I believe that a lot of people who are currently trannies nowadays would have just been gothic people 20 years ago. There you go. I think that people who are currently trannies, just like people who are gothic 20 years ago, are just pushing the envelope of what's not right in society. Just pushing, pushing the envelope of, I'm going to do whatever I want, and even if you don't think it's right. Because I can, because it's America, in the name of nothing, because I'm crazy, and yeah. that's what it is. Like these yeah, gothic, based on this, a couple episodes but gothic ago. people could grow out of it. I know a lot of people that grew out of gothism Hell that just yeah. like have big earlobes or whatever. One of our good friends, stupid that we tattoos, grew up with. absolutely. Yeah, but like you can't grow out of what they're currently doing. Like if you inject these hormones into people who are trying to be different just for a shock value because they're not athletic, they're not attractive, or they're not special academically. So they're trying to do something to, to like turn the envelope. That's what they do a lot of the times, and and not always. Because I know I know one person that we always have these people that break the barriers. Yep. There's one person who comes into my coffee shop that is an, an very intellectual person, born a beautiful girl, 
turned into a very average looking guy and I just don't get it. Like some people are, most of them are rejects. A heavy percent of them kill themselves, yeah. as Shapiro points that, out. That's awful. Like, that's, it's terrible. No one, I'm not for that at I'm all. I'm not that's for awful. that whatsoever. No, not at all. I don't like that at all. I'm not for suicide. Anybody who tries to like force people into like suicide, like over all this kind of bullshit, like fuck you. Like, seriously. Let them live their lives. What was that cat special where that guy killed himself? Don't oh, fuck with cats. Yeah. Yeah, well, that guy killed himself because the internet trolls said, we're going to come find you. Richard like, Jewell. Richard yeah. Jewell was another movie that... He's mice. They, um, they basically put this guy into a world of fucking hurt because they wanted to make him the bad guy. And it's like, no, like, just because you're involved doesn't mean you're bad. Correct. And I hate that. I hate that about society nowadays. It's just, it's what the world has become. And unfortunately, people like me and you... Have no control over it. That was nice, though. I normally make that. I'm he very went, good with skills. He went for the, the behind the back. Ice shot. toss. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like seriously, I'm embarrassed because I never miss. I wasn't far enough that, away. That, that's because I was here. You should. It's not, man. <laughs> this is honestly, there are very few people. I, if the princess. What's, what's a country that's princesses? I don't know. The Princess of Wales. Okay. If the Princess of Wales came here, I would cook her a delicious meal. I wouldn't be nervous in the slightest bit. There's not one person, not one female in the world that can make me nervous. Like, I don't think that anyone is out of anyone's league. Yep. It's a matter of, like, can you execute? And I don't feel like any one person's out of my league. That doesn't mean that I think I can get anybody. There are a good percentage of women that are turned off by just the way I look at them. Yep. Because they don't want... A dominant man. Exactly. They want to dominate a little bitch man. (laughs) But if I'm cooking for the Princess of Wales, I won't be as nervous as I'd be cooking for this man right here. You know, that's a fact. I'd I'd want to impress you more than the Princess of Wales because because I appreciate that. There's not much like there's not much that could impress me from a woman's standpoint anymore. But like to impress a straight man from another straight man, that's real shit. Like when I make a straight man blush leaving my coffee shop. Making him feel good, telling him he looks good, or I noticed that he lost weight. I notice when people lose weight, when they gain weight, I don't say it. But when I notice when people <laughs> lose weight, I say, hey, man, you look like you lost like 7 to 10 pounds. Like, dude, I lost 9 pounds. It's incredible. Like, yeah. And I make a straight man blush. Like, Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking it's about. empowering. That is so empowering. That's and what makes the world go round. Like, just fucking man up and, and just And he pulled, tell- that, he pulled that shit on me just a couple of, two weeks ago. He's like, hey, I know that you're losing weight. He did, and it might have been because of the black he was wearing. It was definitely because of the black I was wearing, because like I've been keto for fucking ninety days. I lost a lot. I lost forty pounds. You look way better than you did a I year was ago. Doing amazing. You looked like shit. Oh yeah, I felt like shit. I I fucking felt terrible. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I I and I brought on that keto lifestyle. Like I'm, yo, I'm fucking working out. I'm fucking eating right. And then the quarantine happened, and I'm like, eh, like. But doesn't that, like, here's the thing. I just think the quarantine... I couldn't couldn't go to the gym. The quarantine brings out of you what is in you. Like, the quarantine happened... It was... I'm not someone that... the real me. Like, the real me says, like, yo, let's have drinks. It's true. It brought the real me, too. Let's do... I'm not in shape, but I'm someone that wants to keep not out of shape. Yes. As long... I always say, as long as I can do five chin-ups and 40 push-ups, I'm good. And I can do more than both of those things. There you go. And that's what the quarantine has done. I thought to myself, I can either get fatter and look like my brother used to, or <laughs> or my brother's getting ahead, so I want to get more ahead. Yeah. 
So I started working out a little bit, but not a lot, because that's me. I just want to just not look just, bad. Just enough. Just enough. Just enough to say... Because women are more attracted to the mind than anything. Definitely. As long as you have a little bit of body to... like. There are, so, there are some women that don't like any body here at all. And those women won't like me. Any woman that will accept any body here learns to fucking love it. And that's what's crazy. I don't say to them, twirl my chest hair. They yeah. do it. They just do it. Every they, one they of them. They find it with them, within themselves. They're just like, this dude is my tiger and this is his, my lion. You're, this you're is Joe, mane. You're Joe Exotic. And this is my mane. I'm yes. gonna, and they all do it. Like, I don't ask for it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I really they want to play with that baby tiger on your chest. They just want to play with the baby tiger. And they on do you. it. They do it. My friend says when I take my shirt off, it looks like a tree. Because <laughs> the way it comes up, I gotta show you. Tell me. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to take your shirt, shirt off right now. Does it look like a tree? It does. You have the perfect tree. So, like a tree. But if I shave my chest here, I'll look like I'm buff. Because so, my chest, right? Just to give context to what's happening in this kitchen right now. And our friend works so hard. <laughs> he has the perfect tree of chest hair that goes right down to his belly button that goes right down into his ball fro that you know is going to happen. No, no, no. I trim my ball fro. Alright, so... Well, of course. I want to get a good blowjob. Not yeah. like a nose full of hair. It's well-maintained. I know that's not cool. But regardless, so we, so it's taken down into the well-groomed garden. Quarter inch say. down there. Always a, a quarter garden. inch. Always a quarter inch. There you go. So you, I'll you, put your initials in there. There you go. You have, you have a... Special times only. You have herbs. <laughs> you have herbs growing in your garden of balls. Yes. I respect that. As you should. Like I feel like manscaping and like that's another thing we can talk about now. Manscaping, I'm all for. Like bushes, that's a thing of the fucking eighties. I know. It's true. These guys nowadays are like, yeah, like, oh that's gay, like don't trim your balls, bro. No no, shaving nothing's gay. You can shave your balls and everything. None Anything you do to yourself isn't gay. It's how you perceive it. Exactly. Like, if you want to take pictures of yourself or, like, lowering your, like, shorts and, like, taking a picture of your Matthew McConaughey stripes down here, like, that's gay. That's gay. No one should do that. Like, I don't care if you shave yourself. Like, like Dennis says in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's like a turtle shell down there. That's funny. That's cool. Because you don't watch him, like, pull his sack out and, like, you know, be gay about it. Like, it's funny. Yeah. It, you're just you're doing just enough. Yes, just enough. Just enough. Mm-hmm. Can't stress that enough. And he definitely got a little naked here in the kitchen. No big deal. So what? Uh, get way enough. more naked. Yeah. No, I'll I, go get my speedo if you give me thirty seconds. <laughs> I've seen way more already. <laughs> um, I I actually went through a bunch. And my house is it's not super clean, but it's pretty organized right now. Definitely. And um, if you go upstairs. Like, what it used to look like, what it currently looks like. My goodness, every closet's clean. Every closet's organized. I found so much stuff from ex-girlfriends, my ex-wife. I saved a few things. I saved a pair of booty shorts. Can we auction off some of this shit on... That's a good idea. I should have saved more. I mean... I got one more room to go through. Because we can auction this shit off. That's a good idea. We can make a profit. I mean, even if it's ten bucks. And you know that there's some sick fucks out here listening to this shit. They're like... I'd buy that shit right now. Especially if you saw me do the meat spin. After I have sex with a girl, if my dick still stays hard, I do the meat spin. There you go. So I just keep my feet still and I make my meat spin. And if it hits your leg before three rotations, then she didn't do a good job. The old-fashioned helicopter. Yep. Yep. But if three rotations go around before it hits your leg, that's a good job by her. There you go. And for anybody wondering... 
you can now buy that stuff because we will find it. I'll I'll make sure I come to this house. Buy again. what? We're, we're gonna find the things, the the artifacts. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I got tons of artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have. No some... matter how deep the memories are, like I understand that you're a very sentimental guy. You like to keep the certain things. I do. Yeah. My ex-wife has like a few pieces of art that I put up because it has the initials with my last name in it. Everything has everything with price. her last name in it has a real special price to me. Because she only did it like a few times, especially like I can't find the painting of me as a centaur. But <laughs> oh, I want that painting. So when I that. heard of uh, yes. Madonna going into A Rod's house and saying he has three different huge pictures of him painted as a centaur, I was like, "Cool, I want that. I want one." My ex, yeah. my ex wife painted me as a centaur, and it was so good. Is she open to doing more paintings? Oh, of course. Yeah, I might hire her just so we can turn that into she a would, shirt. She would do almost anything for money. You have no idea. My ex-wife's a real whore. Our next shirt. So merch. my ex-wife hashtag real whore. No, I, I like her, and I, I, she made me dinner two night two weeks ago. Rather, there you go. yeah, we have a good podcast.com. We're gonna look into seeing if she will turn me into a centaur, and we will turn that into a shirt. And we'll turn that's you incredible. Into, well, fuck, we'll turn you into a shirt too. We can like a Doctor you know, Papa Kilbasa. Seriously, the Andre the Giant face has been overdone and overused. <laughs> Let's get the po- Doctor Papa Kilbasa as a centaur. Let's get the centaur shirt, the new standard for what is fucking awesome now. I love that. I fucking love that. Let's give her a call. We'll we'll totally give her a call. Cheers and to that. Cheers to that. Amen. Did you want to talk about midgets? Oh, so let's talk. I'm so glad you remembered that. You first or me first? So, if there's anybody in my life that I've ever known that appreciates midgets more than me, it's you. And there's no if if there's anyone that likes midgets more than me, I'd love to meet this person. There's no way, no way. So for that simple fact, I'm no gonna way. open up the floor to you because I have a pretty good. I have a pretty good. No, I don't agree. Good. Uh, that's, that's better it, because I'll good. open up and he'll finish because he has a better story because he lives next to Midgets. I yes. don't. Um, I have he two... already blew half the story, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that's not... <laughs> Jesus, I hope not. But I there are two quick ones. I went to BJ's one time with my three kids and my mother and we see this little, blonde, beautiful Midget and this gigantic <laughs> black dude. And I was like, there's no way. This is like the opening scene for a porno. Hell yeah. So I followed them on my phone. And I took a quick video. Smart. All I could picture in my head, though, why didn't he pick her up and put her in the little carriage? I mean, <laughs> so cute. You know? Like, oh my god. And she was actually really pretty. She was like a Bridget the Midget. She was a very pretty, cute little blonde. And if there's any Bridget the Midgets out there, that if you're a Midget and you're, you think you're cute, Hit us up because we want you. Even on the if show. you're not, even if you're not, even if you're not, like I don't give a fuck. I'll still midget, fuck you, and I'm hot. He'll fuck you, and we'll put you on the show. I'll be the best sex you ever had. I Hell promise. yeah, guaranteed. I promise. Guaranteed. I can I can attest to that. <laughs> and my next midget was very recently, actually. So this midget is like the kick yourself in the head kind of midget, like Wee Man. There was no way he was more than three foot four, and I was I I went for a long drive at one of my best friends. Recently, we went to New Hampshire. It was a it was a one minute, a one hour, fifty two minute drive. It's like fuck yeah, we go to New Hampshire. We go to Rhododendron State Park, awesome place. We go to Rhododendron State Park, 
and we're walking on the woods of this bridge. We go down under the bridge where this creek is. So the bridge is now at eye level. And this midget with a walking stick comes walking with this beautiful girl. First of all, I want to stop you right there. How big's the walking stick? (laughs) (laughs) So so if he's like three foot four, the walking stick's like four foot five. No, it was a big stick. This is like midget Gandalf. (laughs) And he's walking. He had little like basketball shorts on, a little tank top. He had like these, Bogues pulled up. He had these little Kyrie's on. These little, <laughs> and he had, I always picture Mitch's big heads to wear bandanas. And he did. He had a bandana. Damn. So this little midget's walking with a staff. And this like five foot seven beautiful girl. Five foot seven at least. Like Damn. tall girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think she was Anything like. I think five five and above is tall. I agree. Five five for a girl and above is tall. Yes. Yes, and I think she was more with him for the Instagram post. That look at me in this cute, <laughs> this cute little midget. <laughs> She's little guy. This little yeah, baby, yeah, this, this little, little baby velociraptor. Him. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so they walk by, and me and my friend look each other. You got a picture? You got a picture? We couldn't believe neither of us got a picture. Damn. But side story: when I went to one of my fet sto- fet parties, these midgets like they're like they're in high, uh, way more high demand than you realize. All I these, believe it, no. I all these it. fetish girls want to fuck a midget. So me and you. They all want to fuck a midget. Every fetish girl, pretty much, that I've met wants to fuck a midget. Just like guys want to fuck black girls or redheads or huge tits, a midget is out of the ordinary for a girl that has... We all have check boxes. Why do, Why can't girls? Like, seriously, like, step out of your box, be, you know, be a man for a minute and realize that girls have check boxes too. It's 2020. We just talked about this, like... Everybody has a bucket list on what they want to do. What's sick is a, a lot of girls are like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to bang a black guy to piss off my dad. That, no, fuck that. Like Bothers me. Yeah, like that That shit bothers me. That, that's the reason, was one of the many reasons I couldn't like, marry my I ex-girlfriend. I you, like the shit that... My ex-girlfriend banged a black guy and two dudes in one night. That's why I couldn't marry her. Me and you could think of a far worse shit that we could do to one chick in one night that would ruin her for every person ever again. Yep, correct. We talk about that all the time. Easily. Easily would ruin her for every man ever again just because we're sick fucks. And they'll never, they'll never find it again. You it doesn't matter you, if it's you better. You need that with a fucking three-foot dick. You you just need that with two sick fucks. Yep. Guaranteed. Can I, can I give you a little backstory on why I think that's true? Please do. So, my grandmother is a great example. My, <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother is an 83-year-old woman that if she grew up now... Sweet old lady. No, my grandma is a sweet old lady. She she married the man that impregnated her. Probably the third or fourth man she slept with because she was a, a sexy little whore. My grandma was hot. But if my grandma... She is. If my grandma was, was 20 years old now, she'd be taking pictures of her huge tits. She'd be on Instagram. <laughs> she'd be on... Seriously, but my she, grandma... She'd be a Snapchat whore. My grandma instead met this dude in a leather jacket, thought was cool... She fucked him and got pregnant because birth control wasn't available. Not a thing, yeah. And he told her, any dress that she wore that, like, showed her tits or made her look pretty, he used to throw in the trash. Damn! Any woman that thinks it's hard to be a woman now, fuck yourself. Like, my grandma couldn't even back be pretty. In the, back in the 40s and 50s, like... She couldn't lose weight because why are you losing weight? You want to look pretty for men? you are a whore, like, that wasn't a fucking thing. Like, now it's like, it's okay, you can have tattoos, you yeah. can have plugs, you can have, you can have pink hair. If my grandma had pink hair in 1950-whatever, she'd be a fucking crazy whore. Hell yeah, my grandmother too. 
you couldn't do that shit. So it's it's just different, and it is different. So my grandmother is a perfect example of someone that like just grew up of the times, married the wrong man who impregnated her, kept her down, instead of all these women who have like all these opportunities now to fuck who they want, be who they want, be whoever you want to be. But a lot of them realize, I don't know who I want to be. And that's the big thing. It's like finding your identity is nine-tenths of the law. And by that, I mean... When you have your own, it's sexy. That's what girls are attracted to. When you know who you are... That's so hot. We fucking want you so bad. So hot. For a girl or a guy. When a girl knows what she's about, that's so hot to me, I'm, in, I'm almost intimidated. And for a guy... I'm almost like, intimidated. Exactly. I'm not intimidated by any girl. When we're almost. guys, it's like, when we know who the fuck we are, it's like, we're coming in, it's like, you drop your panties right there, and you're like, write it up. Yep. It we, does. We've talked about this. It's yep. like... It doesn't matter if you know what you're doing. Nine tenths of the law. Yes, it doesn't matter if you know what you're doing, just as long as you think you know what you're doing. Facts. I can't agree more with that. Write it up, right there. An old man told me that. He said, "I've because work working in and owning a coffee shop has taught me a lot of things." And when an old man once came in and said that to me, like that's great, and a, a lot of little things. An old man also told me, he said. Treat a lady like a whore and a whore like a lady and you'll never <laughs> go wrong. And like, there's a little variation. Find the happy medium. Of course, you always find a happy medium. You don't just oh, go, hey, yeah. slut. You never say, hey, slut, to anybody. Hey, slut. Unless oh, you've... Unless you already... Unless you're right there. Unless you already fucked her. True. If you already fucked her, you can say almost Alicia. whatever you want. Hey, slut. Done. <laughs> it's like, you know that you fucked yep. Alicia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. But, like, if you know, like, Britney walks in and it's like, I want to fuck Britney. You don't say, hey, slut. You're like, what's up, girl? And then you fucking ease your way in. Boom. Then you fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) You know it. Now, let's hear about your midget neighbors. This is why we need a third party. I told him earlier, I said, we need a woman. We need a woman to keep us on track because I. And, and there's a woman who listens to this who wants to do podcasting. She should probably meet up with us. She's not from the state. Where is she from? Like 13 states away. So she could probably move. <laughs> Seriously, what does she got to live for? She's married. All right, like, all right, all right, all right. Enough. She's married. Enough. Enough. All right. Cool. I'm pretty sure she has kids. Like she's she's just a listener. I'm not. I'm not a relationship ruiner. Who said married? I'm not doing. Yeah. It. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm still cool with her doing like a podcast. No, no, of course. Podcast. No, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to talk to her. Hell yeah. This is the future. We can talk to her. And like, and we're still open to like what we can do in the future with this. Like, we're only... Eight. We're in my kitchen for the first time. This was a remote location. You, you fucking blew the fucking... You blew our dick. Oh, you weren't supposed to say where? You blew our dick right there. We can delete you it. You busted the nut. We can delete nope, it. No, we're going to keep it though. <laughs> <laughs> So, my kitchen's cool. Yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> so, she's Who else like, has a jersey like that hanging in their kitchen? Don't say what it is. Fuck that shit. I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> that came from the early 90s, man. Nah, I don't give a fuck what it came from. Early 90s. I'm not a Bills fan. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, we need a woman who is unbiased, who can take what you bring what I bring she probably has to be married yeah or fucked by both of us which I prefer married 
I don't want it to be that tainted. Yes, I. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of do, but I do too. Mm-hmm. But there's only like so many women that like we know. We I wanted to know what I can do. Me and you need to get together and see how many women that we possibly fuck together. Well, I don't like, think we're Eskimo not brothers. Together. I know. I, individually. Here's the sad truth. I've had two threesomes, never with two women. Two devils threesomes. Two devils threesomes. How many actual threesomes? That's two devils threesomes, no real. Damn. Isn't that crazy? You know what's hard? That's crazy. Like, it is because it's me and I've never found it. And like, I, I found it. Like, in my days, like, I've had the opportunity. And what? The fact that you haven't. I've, every lesbian couple I come across, I give them what I think is the best line ever. I ask them, what will it take to be your thunderstick? <laughs> and they just want fucking rubber dildos. Like, they want to be miserable. Lesbians no. want to be miserable. Only if you Gay guys are happy because they have dick in their life. It's all about how you talk to them. It's all about how you talk to them. I start off good. I have loose patience. If I don't you, care about their dog pictures. So if you had what I had, which was the gift of gab. Oh, I don't have that. I have, I, I have it better. You do, but I just choose not to use it. <laughs> if you had what I had, me and you could live the best life possible. We still can. What I are mean, you talking about? You don't think that our skills are harmonious? I mean, right now they are. No, they always are. You're an idiot if you what, don't realize what this. We're gonna, what we're going to turn this podcast into. Me and you are better than one Charles Manson. Show. One Charles Manson. <laughs> think about what he did. Think about what we could do. I don't want to be him. I don't want to murder people. I do not want to kill people. I don't. I love people way more than animals. Like, seriously. You know what bothers me? I watched a movie one time with a girl. And we were watching a movie. And in, like, the same five minutes, a dude gets shot in the face. And a dog gets kicked. Yo, I got... So Are you kidding me? A guy gets shot in the face. Whatever. A dog gets kicked. Uh-huh. It's a fucking fake dog. I'm so glad you brought that up. A dude gets shot in the face. He has no family now. His wife and kid, what? His kids have no... But a dog gets kicked. A fucking dog! A fucking dog! (laughs) Fucking dog! I know, I'm with you! A dog gets kicked. I love animals. I do. I do, I do, I do. I love animals. I pet them behind the ears, right on the balls when they want it. I'm kidding. But like... (laughs) I love animals, but not as much as humans. The people that love, I think, animals more than humans, it's a weak excuse for being a weak person. Yes. I think it's like they don't like human confrontation because they can't handle that they're not a, a complex enough person. Thank they're you. not. They're not. Uh, what's the, they're not inact uh, inadequate. They're not <laughs> adequate enough. <laughs> yeah. These people who don't like humans as much as animals, you're not adequate. You're not an adequate person. You don't have an adequate life. You don't. Because if you did, you'd be able to develop relationships with humans instead of people. A woman once said to me, she said, if I locked up my husband, my son, and my dog in my trunk, who do you think would be happy to see me when they got out? The dog, because he's a fucking stupid fucking animal. I love animals, but they're stupid. Speaking of an animal... Who's this? Who's that? <laughs> like, I love animals. <laughs> Let me click on the... Alright. <laughs> Animal. 
He's an animal. Definitely an animal. We have a friend that's an animal. He yeah. just he just doesn't know because he's not as intelligent. <laughs> like if you He's not us. He's not who we are. If we told him that the moon in thirteen days would make him grow more chest hair, he'd believe it. <laughs> he would. So true though. He really would. He posts videos of himself working out. And he's let's let me say, he's more buff than I am, he is. But if I tried one third the amount. Just one third. No, alright, so let me let me paint this picture. One third. Let me paint this picture real quick. If I had the body that he did Correct. Imagine what I would do. I would dominate You don't have his metabolism. I would not dominate what this fucking demographic is. This guy right here and the guy we're talking about My brain's in his body? They got pulled into a VIP at one of the highest end clubs in all of New England. Probably the highest end. The most high end club in New England. I go for a walk, you know, just to do my thing. I come back and I get pulled into the VIP by this guy and the wiener we're talking about. (laughs) Surrounded by one of the two clearly hottest groups of girls in the whole place. You want to know why, people? Because there are a lot of guys out there right now. Let's say there's 100 men. 50 of them are wiener boys. They'll do whatever a woman says. Facts. 25 of them are timid. Don't know what they are or who they can be. Um, The other 15 are just uncreative and go by whatever the landscape does. And the other 10% or 5, whatever I left out, is us. The people that live know what is and if you're a girl a guy it doesn't matter like we're just real fucking people yes like it doesn't matter (laughs) it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who you are it matters what you bring to the table exactly my whole life Okay, I can get I, anything I want because I'm a real guy. Because if you're a girl, please, I'm sorry. Because I actually I have the thought please. I was just trying to get. Please. If you're a girl and you're looking for a guy, those percentages I just gave out, 5 to 10% are real guys that know what they want to do, what they want in life, and they want from you. Do you want a guy that says, yeah, I got an F4, 6, F10. <laughs> I just put a new 12-inch leader on it. I don't know what a 12-inch leader. I made that up. It's not no real. One, yeah, no one knows. But, like, any guy that talks about numbers and letters about their car and numbers and, like, the leaders you have, girls are lost. Girls, they know what a Tesla is. Every girl knows what a fucking Tesla is. But a But a G5, F15, fucking fuck you. No girl knows what that is. And if they do, that's a diamond in the rough, and good for you. God bless them. But seriously, most girls want a guy that just knows what he's talking about and just knows a clear path. Just cook her a simple dish. I have my Confidence I have my key. walk right there. Confidence is key. I will make her a Mozambique that will knock her socks off. If she's ever had Portuguese cuisine, I will give her a shrimp Mozambique that will make her say, I'm what the fuck? I'm looking at that walk that says, I'm going to get that cock. How you doing? Like, that's, that's my <laughs> cock walk. That's, that's a cock walk. That's a cock walk. <laughs> that's my cock walk. Yes, the fuck it is. And that couldn't be a better conclusion to the episode than cock walk. Cock walk. Cock walk. There was something far earlier in the episode that. Your like, midget neighbors. No, no, one more thing. Oh, midget neighbors. I'm so glad you bring that, brought that up. Let me tell you about your midget neighbors. 
so I have two, possibly three. I can't remember. Well, maybe three. I is I, there a spawn? I drink. I drink a lot, so it's like, is it two? Is it three? Is there a spawn? It might be a spawn. How old? It's at least two. It's at least two. If it's eighteen, it's cool. It's at least two. They have the fucking biggest dog I've ever fucking seen. Two midgets so, from the big dog. So these fucking two midgets, okay, are walking down the street. It's it's very suburban street, very fucking nothing urban, nothing fucking crazy. They're just like, oh, I'm walking down the street with my fucking big dog. So they're walking down the street with their fucking big dog. It's the fucking biggest dog you can ever fucking imagine. Like a Doberman? No, bigger. What's bigger than a Doberman? Uh, what's that fucking dog? It's a fucking a bashound or no? It's like it's like this big. The lion hunter? No, bigger. Greyhound? No, bigger. Oh, what? What? Uh, what you know what I'm talking from about? From the Sandlot? <laughs> it's fucking a huge. Saint Bernard. <laughs> no, it's not Saint Bernard. <laughs> That's the biggest dog I know. It's a Saint Bernard. <laughs> it's fucking what huge. What the fuck? Great Danes. Great Danes. <laughs> Great so, Danes. I love Mel so Gibson. Now, Thank you, Mel Gibson. So I'm out my porch, okay? I'm like, oh, I'm, ready. I'm going to get my mail. No big deal. I'm just a fucking white guy going to get my mail. <laughs> you almost fell off. It's all right. Yep. I'm going to get my mail. No big deal. All of a sudden, these fucking two white midgets. And like, we're walking our dogs. No big deal. They're fucking huge ass dogs. They're fucking three times the size of the fucking human. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking So if this dog huge. wants to take off, this midget's going to get some skin. Skipped up knees. Oh my god. So if this dog takes off... This midget's fucked. This midget is dead. (laughs) You think they (laughs) saved him? Because I have a friend whose mom... We went to high school with him. You did, not me. He, uh... His mom used to save um, Great Danes from Lincoln, the dog tracks. I feel like that was, like, right down the street from my house. Could have been. I I didn't live on the north side of your town. Yeah. No, I did I know exactly who you're talking about. He looks like a troll. Yeah. I guarantee we're we're talking about the same person. (laughs) Is it real? (laughs) Now, anybody who fucking can read lips through a podcast knows who it is. (laughs) Oh, is it him? Was it him? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, yes, it was. It was a duplex. Yes, that's the one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one. That's the there one. There you go. It's a small town, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, a very small town. It's not really, but it is. You know what's funny about our town? Is it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skew the numbers a little bit just to throw you off. Our town is 40 miles. There's an island. <laughs> that was 40, that was 40 a... square miles. It's, it's only skewed by a few. Very few. Yeah. It's really... Um, Really? Yeah, it is. It's that big. That's a 40 it is. Yeah, 40 but, it is. Uh, so 40 it is. The town next to us is only 45 Fuck square miles. The whole island. The whole island is only... Fuck that island. The whole, I fucking hate that island. The whole island is only 45 square that miles. That island is fucking bullshit. Our town is almost the whole size of that island. Yeah. And there's a small town next to us that, that no one knows about. fucking irrelevant. There's a small town. Our town's 40 miles. That town's like 36 miles. Fuck that town. That town? Everyone loves that town. Fuck you. That's beautiful. <laughs> no, one, it's beautiful, but like there's like ten blocks in I've there. I've been from so like if so if I'm a woman, I fucking had the base of that fucking town all the way to the tip. I've had every bit of that town. The little one. Yeah, 
I don't want anything more to do with it. I don't want it to do with it, but I want it to exist. Let me tell you about that little town. That little town that we're talking about. Oh, Jesus. All right, but that little town that we're talking about, Martha Stewart tried to buy a house in that town. Do you know this? No. Martha Stewart was going to buy a house in that town because a man was failing on his uh, on his payments. So when they found out that Martha Stewart wanted to buy a house and was probably going to inevitably put it on like the best little towns in America and blow it up, this is my new summer cottage. They helped this guy with all of his payments and they paid $22,000 cash for this guy to keep his house. So Martha Stewart wouldn't buy it. $22,000. Just It's not that much money, but the little town got together. Everyone threw in a little bit of money just so this person wouldn't lose his house to Martha Stewart. That's what, When you look at Outdoors Magazine, Best Towns in America, and you see like a town with 110,000 people in Montana, they're trying to grow. It's not a real best town in America. The best little towns in America, they don't want you to know that they exist. So this one that I'm talking about that kept Martha Stewart out of it, they don't want you to know that it exists. That's why they kept Martha Stewart out. That's why they bought this person in. There's a lot of really, really wealthy Jewish people from New York that have summer homes in this town. This town town grows from 3,000 to almost 7,000 in the summer. So 3,000 people. I know it's small, and you might say, oh, 3,000, 7,000. Where else can you get a town out of nowhere that gets four thousand people real? this summer? Oh my god! Seriously, I'm where? I'm so glad you said that. Like, where I'm can so you? Glad. Where can you get a town in America that just like, all right, now it's summertime. Let's get four thousand more people, like Nantucket, like islands. Yes, rich, small towns. Rich people. We're rich not, people. We're not, we're not rich. These are people that don't want you to know that they're rich. Yes. Rich people that want you to know they're rich. They live in Newport. They live in live Long right. Island. Yeah, exactly. Like we live comfortably. Yes. But not rich. The rich people here don't want We're you to know that. We're not Dave Fuck. But there are rich people here. Don't don't pretend. There are a lot of rich people in this area, but they oh, don't want you to know it. Arnold. Yes. Yes. They don't want you to know it. Yeah. Sean Connery almost bought a house here. But I remember that. They pushed him out. They did. Yeah. Same thing. They pushed him in out. In the same condos. No, it was the nunnery. The, yeah. The old nunnery. Right next to the beach. The beautiful, most beautiful, the most beautiful. We're pointing in the, in the completely the wrong most, direction. I know. <laughs> the most beautiful no, spot in our town. Yeah, Seriously, the, the most beautiful um, property in our town used to be owned by nuns. And they were going to sell it to Sean Connery until one rich guy who was also Jewish, coincidentally, because Jews know everything, <laughs> said, no, I'll take it. But I won't let anyone know about it because I'm a Jew and I don't want people to know that I'm a Jew. And this is what happened. Like, he has the most incredible yacht, incredible house, incredible property in all of Tiverton. That's crazy. But no one knows. Because it's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah. Sean Connery almost bought it. No one cares. The secret is told. Done. Done. Right there. He fucking blew his nut. I already did it. I already said the town. Fuck, fuck Connery. I said the T town. T-Town. I mean, they already kind of knew where we where we were, but... I know. Yeah. But now we know. So, it's coming up on the end of the episode. And it's at a point where ponytails are all done for today. At least. What are your ending thoughts? I want to know 
what's in your head? What did you want to talk about that we didn't talk about that we can talk about in the next episode? The thing about me is when you guys talk about one thing, like I as I said in the last, in the premiere episode of me, it doesn't <laughs> the premiere episode of me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It it's not about what you talk about. When you talk about one thing, it brings up memories, it brings up stories. Yes. Every time you say one thing, it brings up another. I've had so many awesome and lovely experiences in my life. I've been so blessed that when you say one thing, it makes me think of another. Yes. And I don't want to be a one-upper, but if you do want me to be, everything you say, I can think of something else. Anybody who knows. I've done it. I've been there, and i got more to do. If you've heard Dr. Dr. Papa Kilbasa, and I have to say that in three syllables. It is. Dr. Papa Kilbasa, if you've heard him, and you like him, and you want more of him, let me know. I am the doctor. I I am the originator. I am AP. I am who this podcast is. If you want more of the doctor, and I know I want more of the doctor. Who doesn't? Please. No one ever says no. Reach out to me. Let me know. Feedback is key. Feedback is 100% of what a podcast is. I do everything I possibly can to get this podcast out to everybody in every genre we have so many oh my god so many amazing guests if you're wild i'll do it we want wild amazing people people who you thought i could never be a part of that no we you could be a part of that he will fuck you i will interview you together you will i will be, hurt you we will be one person until next week this has been another episode 